0: hello and welcome to the program i am coming to you live from my office because i'm that dedicated to providing this quality um uh survivor amateur survivor content uh joined with me as always is annabelle welcome hi and max we've been hey guys i cut it off Okay, gotta say you're looking good in that suit thank you man I, i just cut you off again we've been told
1: Evan and I have been told that maybe we cut Max off a bit too much. So, you know, there's an anonymous source, not naming names, but you know what? There's three of us here, and I feel like we should all get that equal share. My hot takes are hot takes, whether you like them or not. Yeah, they're
0: lukewarm, but yeah, continue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, Steve, look, this is what I'm talking about, CK. This, this
2: is why. CK, this mute what, him. <laughs> mute him. He's already boring All right. What, I've, exactly I've been put in
0: my place. Survivor producer. You're all about equity for the confessionals. No, you shut <laughs> George down our throat 50% of the time and Australia is happy. That is the
1: content people are looking for, That's not it. for uh, everyone to get a fair go. Um, all right, I know here. my place. I'm the fluffer. I'm here for my <laughs> couple couple funny gags and the challenges.
0: You're, you're here for the, the the common man. You're the people's chair.
1: Yeah, f- of smart, course. You've well, you got two big personalities matter. and just me, the meat. In the sandwich, it's a sweet, tasty sandwich. Sexy Makes for meat. a good, good sandwich. That's it. All right. Anyway, <laughs> All
0: right, continue. On to continue. This week's episode. I've said enough already. Uh, it's
1: too much. Too early. I
0: feel. <laughs> that, uh, we've got three people watching. I'm sure the numbers are going to skyrocket through. And we know people do listen to this after the show because we've received many complaints about our behaviour. So keep watching and keep complaining. We like to make an impact. That's what we're about. Now,
1: please keep complaining. Um, even the the host,
2: mute, as him. Co-host mute <laughs> gets to him. him. Mute him. Mute whoever, him.
1: Whoever's gotten in your max is just is taking this
0: to a new level, and we're not a fan. Now the um, the episode Sunday, uh, what well, Friday? We wa- I watched it fr- late Friday, um, and I had a few beers, so let's uh, just go with my memory here. But I have a pretty good memory when inebriated. So um, we started off. Uh, you see, Annabelle is so dedicated to this activity, which I think is so hilarious. Uh, more dedicated to anything she's ever really done related to Survivor
1: in her life. So, other than her tweets, which are epic. Before. I think her notes are better than mine as well. No, I'm just kidding. I've got <laughs> my one notes, my notes <laughs> page. Up here. All
0: right, So, <laughs> we, fit, we go straight back to the orange for the aftermath of. No, it didn't. We were like, I'm going days. to
2: lead the conversation today. Actually, as...
0: no, it was the Love Rocks. Joe
1: jo finding the Love Rocks.
2: No, like, she, she
0: didn't
1: just find the Love Rocks, she gave her tribe. A little song when she was clapping them together like that. Got to, got to give her credit for that. That was hilarious. Okay, she CK, did. you were drunk. You don't remember. She was giving she was, the whole tribe a little, a little show, like a clickety clack. That for the tribe,
2: here. though, Max, talking over the top of you. Puffs, don't even think about it. Um, she wasn't performing for the tribe. She was performing for the cameras because she had to run over to the tribe and find that she found them. And I thought perhaps they were kind did you think it was crazy vibes i thought it was it was giving slightly unhinged banging the rocks together or did you I think that it. it was like a cute performance i mean i loved it don't get me wrong but what kind of vibe do you think they were going for with that
1: i i honestly the way uh, it was perceived and well edited i guess was that she was clapping the rocks um as a little show to a try but now thinking about it, it was probably just just for the cameras Uh, with the excitement of her obviously finding uh, the rocks and, yeah, my perspective was that it was to the tribe. But
0: I think think it's an organic reaction to being excited to find the rocks by herself, which she managed to do after many, many tribe members had failed to do so, and then to discover she's now stuck in this situation of playing the social pick'em game with them. Which, frankly, I feel that the hosts and the producers should have enforced. This kumbaya-ya-ya-randomly-select bullshit is not entertaining for the viewers. As lovely as it is for the game players who don't want to pick their friends, that is the whole point, as you guys explained to me last week when I missed that that's what was going to happen, of the social strategy of the Love Rocks. And they completely obliterated. I would have put a hard down. No, you can't do that. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, you bring in, yeah, obviously, a good point. But I feel with the Love Rocks, having them out there is a great opportunity for people to just wonder and look. It kind of breaks that awkwardness of if there's nothing, there's no real, if there's no extra objective to go and look for something, people just stay in their clusters and they just stick around talking to I each don't other. And-
0: with I, I agree yeah. 100%. The point I'm saying though is, they introduced the social strategic element of all the rocks being together and you having to assign them to people. So you're choosing who's gonna be part of this continued advantage hunt, part of this continued opportunity for an advantage, which is a whole social strategy part of the game. You don't get to see in LIGs very much because it's normally based in real survivor around org, around um, award, uh rewards. So because you Frankly, don't have rewards- Yeah. Puffy's giving trying- what it
2: takes <laughs> Fluffy's giving hotter takes this episode than Max is. Um You understand I, what I'm saying, Annabelle? I understand what you're to- saying and I disagree. Unless. Oh. I disagree, mm. Asterix. So, I don't think that you should force it because I kind of I like the idea that Joe had this opportunity. She she found the rocks and she says that she doesn't really want it. As in she doesn't really want this power. Um and in fact, she power? wasn't she, she wasn't even going to give herself a rock until Michael really pushed for her to do that. Um, but I like, if, we, if this changes down the line, right, as they go to a tribal council or two and the line in the sand starts to become um, firmer, the idea that Joe wasted this opportunity by giving rocks to Sophie, Michael, Grace, and Nick... Grace, who was her ally and is gone, Nick, who she was targeting, Sophie and Michael, who also aren't on her team. The idea that she has pushed them forward when she could have given that rock to Malcolm, who is on her side, I think. And subsequently, as as the line becomes further, what I was saying before, yes, firmer then um, no one else is going to start doing it randomly. It's not like um, Nick is going to start randomly handing out um, advantages to the people who were throwing in and thinking about his name last time. So well, I...
0: Well, now, well now Nick, because Grace was eliminated, he, Sophie, and uh, who was the third person you mentioned that got a rock? Michael. Yes. They will get the next three rocks. Because we're going to go from four to three so actually eliminating someone who has a rock is actually a really good strategy and i don't know if that was a consideration and maybe we could ask grace about that when she comes on later and joins us but um they will get one now so they those three are for all intents and purposes in alliance a alliance a grouped alliance they're together in some form whether they're number ones potentially not with michael and the other two but they're all going to just go happily share the rocks with each other but I think it could get very interesting on the next one. After that, when you're going down to two with that group, very, very interesting. And you're right; they won't do it the next time on that basis. And about you- might have needed it.
1: Yeah. What about for you? Like, if you're in great, uh, sorry, Joe's situation, would you have played it safe and done what she did, or distribute them to who you thought was in your alliance at the time? Given how I would early just, it was in the game. I, would just, I haven't been seen finding them, right? So she wasn't
0: seen finding them. Yeah. So I've got them now privately. I'm going to, I know that you have to show everyone anyway because of the table, but I would give them to my alliance. I would use that to forge bonds. Like particularly in an eight-person tribe, um, you need to create bonds and that is the best use of this thing the odds of you particularly you get you know, four rounds, odds so of you getting the advantage, they're low. You use these things to build relationships, in my opinion. And I think she completely missed that opportunity to do so.
1: Also so you'd say you find them so you find the four rocks, you just distribute them one at a time to your close allies. Is that what you yeah. do? Is that what you do as well, Annabelle? something similar?
2: I mean, I was having a think about it. I think it, it's especially hard because Kubrang hadn't been to tribal yet, right? So they they don't really know where they stand. Um, and, and if you're someone who's straddling multiple alliances, so for example, Mara and Nick, who are sitting in the middle between a couple of alliances, Sophie, who's in basically every alliance, um, I think if they find the Rocks, then you you kind of don't want to show your cards, right? Whereas I think if you're somebody like Banfield or if you're someone like Grace or Joe, where you really have your team and then you've got the people who you're definitely not working with, if you're one of those people, I think then, yes, you you use it to solidify those relationships.
0: I think the... For me, you asked me the question, what do I do? And I just gave you an answer. But I would need more clarification from the producers about the rules around this before I make my decision. Like, for example, I think once the rocks and it was they sort of did this because they, they did it publicly with the plates. But it was made clear that sort of once you picked them, you had to put them on the plates of who's got them. Now, would I be able to pocket all four, covertly give them to people and then then people put their plate rocks on the plate? Or would I actually have to go up and in front of everyone go, boom, boom, boom? Or could I do it while they're all at the water well and people don't know which ones I'm putting them on? Like, if I had to do it in front of everyone, I probably wouldn't do it. But if I could do it in some way that was covert so that people aren't aware of how the rocks were found or allocated, I, w- I would do it secretly. But that's that's a big part of the rules. And maybe we could ask Grace if she's got that awareness. Um, it may not have been a question that was asked because – because it seemed like joe was just quite happy to start making a song (laughs) i found the rocks and then do a (laughs) kumbaya selection so these questions may not have been asked um but to me i would that's the sort of person i am i would be looking at the strategy of of what i could do within the rules that they're going to set out for the game so we move now we'll come back to purple of course because they lost uh unbelievable this powerhouse tribe that i said would never lose challenges lost uh but we will go to orange and they are coming back from the incredible numbers of votes that were given, uh, at their travel council, trying to work that all through. And I think the two takeaways that I think we should be looking at is, is one, um, I'm blanking on the name, Anna. So,
2: so I, I actually, I want to talk about Mel's lie here. Okay. So I, I want to talk about what is more, concerning how Mel thinks this lie is going to work moving forward or the fact that everyone has so willingly bought it despite how complicated that would be so for those that
0: didn't watch the episode or that were somewhat inebriated during it can we refresh what was Mel's lie
2: so Mel has three votes that are going to be cast against her by no one for three tribal councils or no sorry two tribal councils so in this tribal council just gone she had three votes from no one plus she had a vote from Anna okay now she has gone back and told the tribe that there were part of her punishment was getting two votes from no one and that there must be two other people or someone with an extra vote who cast an additional vote for her now I would question what's going to happen at Next Tribal because everyone is somehow convinced, um, you know, Haley, John, they all say even in confessionals that it seems more believable that somebody else, in addition to her who went to the ultimate sacrifice, found an extra vote somewhere and used it on Mel than then that's more realistic than Mel is lying and said two votes instead of three. And I just want to know what is going to happen at the next tribal. Are they still going to believe that's, that there's all these extra votes hidden around tribal council in addition to the rocks, in addition to the ultimate sacrifice? To me, it just seems a lot to buy. I, I feel like right. it's,
1: it's a third lie. It is. But what we did get shown is, and I'm picking up on the fact that I think she was. I'm not sure who she was talking to at the time, but she she brought up the fact that what if there are three votes against Mel, you know, knowing Anna's the fact that she was Mel, the one who she's
0: trying to Anna voted she's the for one, Mel. For
1: some she's, that's right, yeah. Because and she she's she's so to to she knows that. she knows where the votes went and that. But there were actually there were four votes. So none of can count. There were right. four votes for Mel, and Anna knows three. she's obviously the only one who voted for Mel, and that yes. the that the uh punishment is three votes not the two votes that mel has been saying to the tribe so that will be interesting going forward to see if she can sort of expose that lie to uh to the tribe
2: mel mel it is a testament to mel's social game and anna
0: because this lie is really bad look as you just pointed out to me it is absurd and the fact that anyone's believing it is just is a credit to Mel. Of course,
1: Mel was my winner pick, so I think we're <laughs> <laughs> I think.
2: Oh, Famously. No, and and it's
1: it's it's great that we have Mel here at the moment because I thought the biggest takeaway from that episode and, and I worried for Mel was how heavy that idol was digging into her back and shoulders. Like that was probably quote quote of the episode. And great content. Yeah. And and Mel, I know you're listening how How's your back? How are your shoulders carrying mute that? Mute Max. Heavy...
2: Someone mute him. <laughs> oh um, oh. Pop me out of okay. <laughs> your Surely mute him. Um, so Anna, Anna floats that idea, but I think it's either Michael or John shuts it down immediately and says, Well, why would she lie about that? And they're all like, Yeah, no, you're right. It would. Why would she ludicrous lie about it? She, it's ludicrous she lied about it. It's she obvious. About that... it.
0: We know why she lied about it. Yes, she's trying. We do. She wants to minimise what they think is going to happen at the next one. If she gets through the next Orange Tribal Council without playing the Super Idol, then whatever she did was the right play because that's all she's got to do now. She's safe if they pile on the votes. Just She's safe. But if she can get through this, she is safe till, like, the end of the game. So whatever she's got to do... um, is what she's got to do and if they're buying it they're buying it like now why did we get i believe anna mentioned why she voted for mel
2: she said it was just random she said ha ha, ha that was just random of me um so we don't really get a lot more information than that what we do here can though
0: I, can i, I say that i don't yes. mind the strategy and I'm saying this because I experienced it in, in an org and I went fucking insane when it happened to me because I'm the sort of player that needs to be in fucking control of everything. But what they did, and I love this move in this org, was the vote was ne- it was like a 9-1 vote. But somebody, knowing that like that was the vote, just threw one on me, knowing that as like a character that wanted to be in control, I'm going to lose my fucking mind about this stray vote, even though it doesn't matter and like who voted for me why was that i got all paranoid spat off the planet right i don't mind throwing a rando vote on someone in the tribe to cause chaos about it but you'd be throwing you need to throw that on john or on wolf wolf i think in particular would lose his mind with a rando stray vote coming his way with even though it doesn't matter like he like me would go all lex vanderberg about this shit <laughs> Who voted for me? What happened? Why did this occur? And that sort of chaos is the sort of thing you'd love to see happen if you were Anna. Because you just can fade a bit more into the background. Everyone else is big. They're all fighting. Mel's going off to the ultimate un- all- sacrifice. you're just there, chilling. Why? And no one will go, it was Mel. I'm sorry, no one will go, it was Anna. Anna made that move. But Mel tells us that uh, she thought something else was happening. Um, last time, Mel said that and couldn't give us the deets because she said she wanted to spoil it for later. And maybe that's still the case because it wasn't really made clear in this episode, I don't recall.
2: I'm really glad you brought that up, CK, because I actually have a running bet with another one of our listeners about how many episodes it would take before you brought up your org experiences. Um, So thank you. (laughs) I am $5 richer. Um, It
0: it was relevant. (laughs) Relevant content. Making this all right, that all right. How did you go on that? org? what happened? I was just I span off this planet in insanity, but somehow made it to the merge. Um, so
2: we have twenty minutes until uh, Grace comes on. So Joseph is the only one in the, that made the edit. Clocking that this was such a huge sacrifice. Mel must have got something incredibly powerful. We don't really hear anybody else talk about that. Um,
0: Except it doesn't really work that way, does it?
2: Mm. Yes, the it actually doesn't it's, it's exactly random. the same. It yeah. seems to be the same things. We also the only other things we hear from when you are Mel and Simon throw Joseph out as a name. Um, we also see James Woofy the hustler um who kind of throws Haley under the bus to Joseph. Um, but this seems to also be a bit of a spotlight on James. So if they go to tribal next time, I'll be interested to see how that goes. He's sticking out a little bit for, um, you know, we've always said James Wolf, alpha male energy, um, and everyone's just a little bit intimidated by the testosterone oozing out of that man's paws. I have to say it's the
0: thing that I really love about LRGs because in an LRG, uh, like this, James Wolf can be the alpha dog. Like, imagine him on Australian Survivor with Sean and Simon and Jordy and David Zarakas. No, he's, he's there with George, right? Like in the minority, like Spice Girls. But on the, on the LRG, he can be the alpha man, and I'm sure he loved that experience. I know that I did. Um, the... <laughs> okay, so we get to the challenge. And, look, Max, you're our resident challenge expert how did you feel about this one can we keep the blocking conversation to maybe 30 seconds
1: but I would like to hear how you felt about the uh, the challenge in general uh another very close challenge we've had we've seen two challenges always come to the golden pick or captain's pick and this time wolfie's um, alpha play came up clutch and he he won it for his tribe that's the big player move that was the the hot take out of it I liked um the concept of tic-tac-toe but throwing so it involves strategy and the skill of just accuracy i guess in a really simple format uh 1v1 style great second challenge um especially where there are so many variables of things that can go um in your favor or not i agree and it was close again it was close again i thought
0: this i thought this challenge was really good yeah um, and the commentary of it was was very good. By and I um, liked, I mean, and it was been... fair.
1: Um, how Dan like if if there was the beanbag was on the on the edge, lifting it up. There was no real controversy, as we saw in the first. Um, yeah, well, it's a better to have
0: Dan and Liv controlling this instead of Dom.
1: Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah, all right, we can, that's that's a hot take coming out of that one. And I agree. This is the, this is the podcast where we're mean to people,
0: but it's funny. And if it's not funny, then that's actually kind of sad. But it is funny. <laughs> so if, Jack, it's,
1: if it's mean, it's mean. Nice
0: to everyone, maybe this isn't for you. But we like to take some pot shots at. Uh, that's August, why I'm here. Bruce, we discuss this. <laughs> that's what we do here.
2: Mute, that's Max. It. I miss low self esteem, Max. And I blame <laughs> our audience for this.
0: Yes, I blame whoever, the secret admirer that was in his ear pushing him for an more. Yes, it is always hilarious. You have the hot takes, Bethany.
2: It's not bullying if Dom is the victim. You heard it here last. Everyone's been saying this for years.
0: And we love Dom. We love him.
2: Yes, he's my favourite.
0: We love you. We love you, Dom. But we're also going to keep making fun of you when you make obvious calls to take out Simon, who you were clearly physically intimidated by. Now, the challenge goes like that and we get to the ultimate sacrifice there with the like, i like do we like the we didn't talk about this the grainy little blair witch thing that it does before it i kind of like it good. we go to that and oh. we're going to first up the uh orange purple orange you're going to pick mm-hmm. someone for purple
2: yes and they pick nick because apparently he's the strongest on the tribe even though ma is clearly the best at that challenge um, and then, is,
0: other than Nick Ma, was the, the on the tribe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Other than Nick is, is other than Mar, who I agree is is be doing well at the challenges, is is Nick the next the next strongest?
2: I'd say it's very obviously Banfield.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why you'd want to send send a strong member of the tribe to go get the advantage, unless you want to make them a target. Do You think that's the strategy?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Nick,
0: and then Nick, of course, picks his best buddy from Outcast Hosting, right?
2: No, Haley is his best buddy. Anna is. I don't know if Anna has Outcast affiliation.
0: Oh, am I? This, was I this drunk? I thought he took Haley
2: no so nick a, and anna uh, went and they have a bit of strategy chat so they yeah. reveal a little bit about what's going on with the tribe dynamics anna reveals to nick just how huge the sacrifice was that mel had to make with that two whole extra votes against her Except nick,
0: that's not actually how it works but he's...
2: absolutely um and she also said that she's feeling closest with Haley. um now Nick uh, says
0: he says yeah, Haley's good vibes or something like that, right? Yeah, that's where I'm. Really yes,
2: concerned. absolutely. Which yeah. you know, we know they have a pre-existing relationship. He oh. also so Nick says then to um, Anna, "You Grace is unanimously going at this next tribal. If Grace is not gone, you know something went horribly wrong."
0: And now. Sadly. She
2: did go, so whatever. What I think, I think the bit we need to talk about here for a couple of minutes is how Anna intends to play this punishment. So she's got an idol and she has to she has to say out loud who she's voting for. Um her her way she's going to navigate around this.
0: How, how many to, votes does she have to do this for? Three, five? Four, three, three. Three trials.
1: Yeah. Three troubles
2: so her plan of attack is to make a really close friend and then vote for that friend out loud at every tribal and they'll be totally cool with it because they're definitely not gonna go um what do you I mean to me this there's no universe in which I would want to be survivor friends with someone who's saying the name out loud, surely your go-to strategy here is to make sure you're definitely in the numbers so the person who named you say is definitely going home, right?
0: Yes. Or if your survivor friend is willing to take the vote and create a fake feud between the two of you that you then then rejoin together, like it's an elaborately diabolical strategy. Now, I don't know anyone that's going to be prepared to go with that. No one likes to either me the... Like, Annabelle, back mute, up him, not, and mute him. Mute <laughs> him. But, you know, maybe that's the view. Look, it's a
1: top a I think it's awful. That is... that is. I would have died hearing that punishment. That just sucks. It kind of just blows up your game. For I think
2: we said last time that that would be the worst one to get.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that made me think um, with... Was has the severity of the punishments changed versus how good the, um... No, Mel
0: Mel said in the chat last time, they're all the same and it's random which one you get.
1: So, yeah. So so that's what I mean. Like if you went for a still a vote and you're copying three, um, open, open votes.
0: Yeah. I also think, I think this is actually a bit of a failing in the design of the ultimate sacrifice. You know, we're not all complimentary here. I'll, I'll tell them how it is. Um, it's obvious which advantages have gone when you get there. Well, obviously someone took the super idol and then someone took the idol and then someone took the idol for, you know, like maybe the now it gets a bit more gray, but like it's going to be fairly obvious which one went. However, if each, if the better advantage had the more significant penalty, then people were actually making a decision about I'll take this level of benefit oh, for this level of negative. Mel,
2: right? Mel, bring yeah. it up, bring it up.
1: Mel, yeah. Yeah. So
0: extreme- it, it, it is
2: worse. Oh, okay, it is worse.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mel, for, oh, for okay. clarifying yeah. that. Um, okay. So it is It is more severe with regards okay. to maybe if Anna got lucky and picked picked the similar punishment that Mel had received for her super idol, she could have received maybe two votes for the next three rounds. That would have been actually hilarious because then there'd be like 15 yeah. votes
0: at the next tribal council for, for Orange. Could you imagine? It's <laughs> just like
1: the votes just keep coming. That Would be amazing actually. So, so it's good the that it's um, punishment. so yeah, we need a yeah, I guess, apologize for the fact that it was we thought it was all the same sort of punishments, but nah, same I still like the way I said it because no, no. It, I know you never well, never apologize for anything. <laughs> need more, I need more
0: clarification for Mel. Mel, did you know like are the punish do you know what the punishments are for each particular advantage, or um, it's just what you get like basically she pulled out a scroll that says you get you get votes at tribal council, how many do you get or something like I wanna know is can you from the piece of information that you'll get when you arrive at the sacrifice, can you determine the risk and reward of each item you pick? If you can do that, then I retract my statement. That's that's my that's my view.
2: Okay. Okay. Um I think Going back let's go to
0: Anna. Okay, well,
2: I don't believe that. I don't retract.
1: I don't retract. (laughs) Even if it was a yes, it still wouldn't
0: retract. I will retract (laughs) when I'm wrong, but it just rarely happens.
1: Now, um...
2: let's move to Kuberang and talk about who the different people think they're in alliances with. So it immediately jumps to Banfield, who says very awkward vibes around camp. Um, But Banfield says he's in an alliance with michael his number one nick and ma sophie she's easy to talk to so he's happy to have her as a number as well from mal sophie is his number one but he's also good with um joe and seems to be good with nick thinks that he has him in his pocket as well nick says his his two are ma and sophie and they're in two groups of five, one with Malcolm and Joe and the other one with Michael and Banfield. And then the one that I think is, oh, and then we've got Grace, who's kind of not really in with anybody except for Joe. So we have this this kind of bit where we're moving around and then Nick, super genius Nick, um, decides that he's going to get Sophie to confront Banfield about the great blake banfield bluster is his name banfield is his name blake Woofy's blown up his spot at um at the last challenge and then grace immediately outs nick as the one running around talking about it so does this mean that michael and banfield are no longer super tight with nick Slash, what do we think about the whole Blake Banfield saga? Well, well we I discussed say, Banfield's we, name last we week. We called this a week before it happened. We did. <laughs> we,
1: we
0: did. Had we did. The same reaction to finding out when he jumped on the chat, we were calling him Banfield, what sort of name is. And he jumped on the chat, we're going to call him Bamo. He jumps on, and his name's Blake Banfield. And we're like, wait a minute. Blake's his, his last name is is Banfield. What's he trying to do here? Be like a survivor like a Cochran or a Fishback or a Savage because he's going to be such a player. We're going to call him by the last name. I don't think as a Survivor fan he thought about this very clearly because that when someone – there's a reason I didn't wear a Boston like Red Sox hat on, a, on when I went to play <laughs> Melbourne Survivor. You're sending a message, Right. And coming in with your last name, you know, I, I know this, Mel, I'm going to call this, Come with your last name implies something. But if you have a decent story about it, like Mel has said,
2: then let people know. That was the real story. So this this was the only thing more outrageous than Mel's lie. And that was his completely bizarre lie that Blake is his middle name. Just say. So he's not until, even, he is lying about his name. Why would he just why- say? Yes! yes! Yeah, because Blake's my first name. But, I go by I feel, Banfield. That's
0: were it. Blakes, no more. And so they call but, me Banfield. I've always been Banfield.
1: Why did you not say that?
2: Blake is my middle name. I was deceased. It was no less <laughs> shocking to me on the second watch.
1: What about that yeah. the expose like the way the expose happened was through a deal or no-deal online reality game? <laughs> <laughs> No,
2: I know I'm dying. A woofy mini,
1: I felt <laughs> that was deal or no deal as well. Of all, all things,
2: obsessed. sign me up for
1: the next one. I want to play it, yeah. Absolutely
2: obsessed. I want
1: to go case 36 and go booyah. So <laughs> let's just, just... Oh, talk for a minute about... about speaking to the void here. Let's let's move on to now the
0: MVP of this episode in both the move she tried to make but couldn't quite get there and the confessionals Queen Ma. The fucking 15 minutes we got from her in the Lead This travel Council. And I and you're gonna get drowned in the Mexican title title wave is in the Mexican wave is the best fucking confessional I've ever heard in an LRG.
2: I agree, she's amazing confessionalist. I love that we're going for her to her for the story. I disagree about the move. So this is where it's the move, interesting. The
0: move to save Grace that she wanted to do but
2: couldn't pull <laughs> off. More who she decided to target or how, who she, so this is what I thought was interesting because none of the women wanted to vote out Grace. So we have Sophie's wary of Michael and Banfield. That's kind of who Sophie's not okay with. We have Ma who's not okay with Malcolm um, because he seems like a threat to her relationship with Nick, except that even though, sorry, Ma, it's all well and good to say we want to go in and play like a feminist, but then when we have the choice between sketchy vibes woman or a man who's simping for you, don't we all end up going with the man who's simping for you? Just saying. She decides okay. instead of targeting Malcolm, she, instead she's going to target Joe because she's the right-hand woman of Malcolm, not feminism. Well, why anyway. not
0: take out the, the, the man? Why take so, out the right-hand woman?
2: Anyway, so she can't get rid of Malcolm because Michael and Nick, who are crucial to her strategy um, or, or her numbers, won't vote for Malcolm. But we see the only three people on the whole tribe who wanted to vote for Grace were Michael, Banfield and Nick. Okay? The so boys.
0: The, boys. the boys
2: minus Malcolm. So He's
0: Malcolm... A He's a man. Malcolm is a man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the boys. The, the boys, but we don't know who Malcolm wanted to vote for, I'm saying. Like, we know Sophie didn't want to go for Grace. We know that Joe wanted to go for Nick. We know that Ma wanted to go for Joe. And the the swing here really is Malcolm. Who wasn't going to vote for Joe because that's his right-hand woman per se, and then Michael Banfield and Nick didn't want to piss off Malcolm. So I felt I feel like the her, her target there was perhaps uh, Malcolm at this point is just too powerful for her to have been able to get that across the across the line.
0: Uh, so. And look, I actually messaged Ma at 2 a.m. in the morning drunk while I was watching this, pretty excited about everything she was doing. I I take the point that you made and I really didn't think about that, but I like that she was trying to change it up. I think she did have the wrong target, as you say. And I really enjoyed that um, drown in the Mexican wave line and I actually said I'm dead when I wrote it to her. Um, And she she wrote back to me saying, well, she just couldn't get the numbers um, for for the vote that she wanted to do.
1: Well, you see see that in in the voting confessional. Mar saying that um she tried to save grace but it just she wanted to save
0: grace
2: what yeah. i want to know is who did malcolm want who did well, malcolm want to
0: go well, i think there's someone we can ask about this because uh we have joining us now very excitingly the the boot from this episode of canberra survive we just talked about it quite a lot we're really excited to get her view on the game first player we've had so far so, what the game's been like and what the game was like for her i want everyone to give a lovely welcome to grace,
3: Yay! Yay! Hi grace. hey grace Hi. thank hey. you for having me
0: on oh you're very welcome so first question up you've just been listening in the in the back room annabelle yeah. wants to know what did malcolm want to do
3: no, idea. No idea. no idea no idea at all um if i yeah didn't really spend that much time talking to many people. <laughs> but Malcolm was one that I um, sort of struggled to sort of, yeah, I, I had no idea.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we'll circle back just to your general experience. Now, you went in, um, I believe early on you said, you know, I think you identified what, you know, your weaknesses might be and what you need to do to make sure you... Um, fit in well and, and make a group and then it looked like you immediately ignored all that and, and just went searching for rocks. Would that be your assessment of or was that the edit? Is the edit showed you unfairly?
3: No that's yeah I, I have no I've yeah kicking myself because I was you know mum was preparing me telling me what to do and I had it drilled drilled you know that you need to go in and blah blah blah. I don't know why I ran away. Your, I don't
0: know. Your mum, yeah. for those who think she was on the first season of Canberra Survivor, is that right? Yes.
3: Yeah. And, and she's, she was...
0: she's a super fan. Are you a super fan or did you decide to go on because, you know, it seemed like a fun thing to do?
3: Um, yeah, a fun thing to do. I'm sort of a fan but not as, I don't know, when mum was on it that I sort of like got into Survivor and got in and watching them and I realised that people do like the backyard Survivor and that it's all over the world that they do it. Um, yeah. and then I sort of got into it. Then, you know, she's like, Oh, they're doing another season. And I thought, well, might as well like apply, like why why not? And it was more to be like, try and get it further than my mum and just to rub it in her face.
1: And when so you mentioned right? that you, you finished at the same the same position. So at home, who yes. has the bragging rights? What happens there? It's just I okay. feel like no
3: mum believes she did better than me because she survived two rounds right she's, she's down there <laughs> um, oh, okay. and, yeah, yeah. and my team had you know we we only had one elimination and yeah. i went first but mum her team had two eliminations she, she was overall we're both the second in the whole show but in her tribe <laughs> So she's just pulling fine hairs here, and she
0: she is. But to be honest, I'm with it. I, I I I I see the argument. I do see it. So,
1: yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that's yeah. It's it's low. You, same same position at the end of the day. So.
2: So i want yeah. to ask the hard hitting questions here. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Zaddy Simon, who was obviously just exuding this powerful energy. I picked up on it. You picked up on it. Um, obviously, aside from his zaddiness, we talked last week about Simon potentially having a little bit of bully energy. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about is how does Simon manage to make that hot and Nick, so not? Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs>
3: I should have warned
0: Grace she was coming under the mean show, not the nice show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we know we love Nick, but I'm just saying Sam's giving Simon's giving off the alpha energy and it's a vibe. What was it about him that really resonated with you and me?
0: Bethany's dead. Uh,
3: um yeah, I think maybe a dad vibe. Well <laughs> a little, I don't know. Um I think he was the older one in the other group, and he just I don't, it's, you sort of see the older male there. I, I don't know. I just. Who,
0: who did you like most on your tribe? You know, and we um, have to say, you know, who are your favourites from there? During oh, the game and after the game.
3: Joe and even watching it, and she was so loyal. Um, extremely loyal. And I don't know if, if I, if the tables were turned, if I would even be that loyal. Are, like you still friends? That, Are you still
0: friends after um, the game?
3: Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I
0: think. We a question from a, a viewer. Yeah. good
1: question. Yeah.
0: Speaking of bully energy, how do you think you were bullied in your tribe or was that just an angry outburst?
3: <laughs> it was a little angry outburst. Um, yeah, I don't think I was bullied. Like, someone had to go and we yeah i no i don't think i was bullied at all in the tribe um and you could see like they weren't and in the editing they do sh- you know it does show me a bit on the outside but yeah. there were a few conversations
2: little things like or were- little
3: that weren't added in but yep. i don't yeah i don't think i was bullied at all
0: this is your opportunity to mention any of those things that weren't shown that you felt might have you know coloured your story differently like so um, like, let's you, all bitch
2: about nick
3: i want to bitch about well, nick let's go okay. so when he went away <laughs> yeah. i remember the group just awkward silence and then you know when after they've chose him and he's gone with with Anna to yeah i just remember that moment of sophie asked me and so everyone was quiet everyone was sort of listening and having a discussion of you know who, who, no one was saying a name, and I'm just like, I just said Nick. And at that point, I remember I said that, then I could just tell it to spread, and then it was just like, Well, we're not doing that, or yeah, uh, that wasn't shown, and I wish that was shown because that was something that I, yeah, I remember that no, I did.
0: I think, I, I think, no, you're right, because that is something you did, it shows why you were targeted, besides perhaps, you know, looking for rocks or or not grouping together with the rest of the tribe as much. And it's very hard in these uh, games, particularly in the first vote for a tribe, because no one wants to throw out a name. No one wants to be brave enough to throw out a name because you say the wrong one because you're not quite across what the connections are and you're done. But you did that and that takes a lot of bravery. Now, it was the wrong name and that gave them all a reason to get rid of you. But... That bravery should be applauded. It's very difficult to want to say a name in these games. So I think that's a really valuable thing for you to, to let us know about.
3: Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think saying that just put a target on my back. Um, yeah. But my goal was to try and, and I do remember having conversations of saying, like, um. This is your only opportunity. That was my argument of being like, this is your own op- only opportunity. He's gonna, he's gonna get through. He's gonna end up in the end. And this is our chance to get rid of him. But
2: that will have to be. There's no denying it. Did you yeah. think that?
0: Uh, did you know that Ma was trying to, to flip the vote and, and save you potentially?
3: Um, n- not as hard. No, like she said. I just, I didn't believe anything that I, yeah, yeah, like she said, I do remember her saying trying to get Malcolm. And at the time I was like, why Malcolm? Like he's not, I, yeah, wasn't, I don't know.
0: Because he was on the bottom as well, I guess. was Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I didn't know. I honestly thought she was just saying whatever she wanted to anyone a little bit. So then seeing that, it made me think, oh, I, I, could have had a chance to redeem myself, I could have jumped on Bourne here and just been like, yeah, whatever. It's not me, whatever. I don't, but yeah. I didn't and that's one of, yeah, a regret that I have.
0: I, I don't think you should blame yourself too hard for that because the edit makes it look like Ma's so in Grace's corner and she's going to try everything she can do to make it happen. But all three, you 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 might not know this if you, you don't know us and you're not that into the LRG community, but yeah. the three of us played Melbourne Survivor 3 with Mar, and we're on a starting tribe with Ma, and I still don't know if the things she told me about her her view of me in the game are accurate or not because she's very, very hard to read. She's one of the hardest people. I didn't didn't
3: know that. That
0: makes sense. You don't know know if you can trust her. She's so difficult (laughs) to read.
3: Yes, and the one person that I thought was betraying me was just, was actually at my back the whole time, as you see at the end with Joe, like,
1: she yes, did, and you said that in your exit interview too.
3: I, I know. I messaged her, and I'm like, "Sorry." And even like <laughs> we have a group chat, and yeah. I'm like, "I still don't believe you, Joe." I'm just gonna wait till the episode, because you know, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, like trying to communicate or figure out what happened, and yeah, I'm just like, I. She just kept saying, "I, I'm telling you, I didn't vote for you," and I just didn't believe her. <laughs> but well,
0: vindication now vindication for joe it's good it's all there's clear yes, got... and...
3: yeah sorry
1: sorry sorry.
0: sorry. i was start... just gonna
3: say it i hope it doesn't backfire on her in as you see in the trailer i hope they don't it come looks bad. It looks it does look bad it looks bad and so
0: for yeah. someone who was it was about 3 a.m and a lot of drinks in when i got to the end of the show did did joe uh, vote with grace against nick
2: Yes, so yeah, Joe yeah. Oh, wow. was the only oh, yeah. other person, and then Joe, classic Joe vibes, immediately confesses it back to the tribe. So we see on the next time on Joe confesses mm. to having voted for Nick, Nick's and we love see, that. uh yeah, you can imagine that is not going to go down well. Uh, yeah. You might, you might have your org experience repeat in the way you wanted it to, CK. And we also see that Haley is running the tribe that John has clocked her, which leads me to ask Grace, do you think you would have done better over on the other tribe?
3: Yes, um, my mum thinks I would have a lot. I think, um, yeah, I think I would have. Got along maybe a little bit better over there. Um,
0: Who do do you like from over there? Like, who do you think you would have got along well with? You know, you you got the group chat, you've met met them after the game, so you also know what they're like. who do you think you would have been close to if you were on the Orange Tribe?
3: I think Sam. Maybe we could have, um, yeah, well, I think we could have, if we teamed up, if we were on the same yeah. tribe or, yeah.
2: I can see her a romance uh, with Woofie, actually.
3: Mm, <laughs> Simon, I feel like Mel might have been, if I was on that tribe, Mel would have been my Nick. I would have been like, let's get rid of that. She's too good. I don't, <laughs> yeah. So that, that,
0: yeah, so that was your that was why you targeted Nick, yeah, as you say, you thought he was too good. He's just going to get to the end. Apparently, Mel was like that, and and look, I think you're right because I I called both Mel and uh, Nick as my winner picks, so um that's a joke because I said Mel will be first boot on our first episode, so I'm, I'm wearing that for the rest of the the game. Um, how was just the general experience for you? Uh, Mel's here. She has a, a comment. She says she would have loved to villain with you, Grace. She would have, <laughs> would have wanted to team up and just take everyone down uh burn the world uh how was the whole experience you know you probably knew a little bit what to expect from your mum um being on there but still uh how was it all for you
3: really fun honestly it was as brutal as it seemed i had a good time it was lots of fun and you know the whole experience leading up to it and you know, waiting to watch like I forgot a few things. It was a really good time and on the day it was a bit nerve-wracking. It was a good sort of like exposure therapy which was sort of what really pushed me to go on and try and, you know, try different things, put myself out of my comfort zone and you can really tell that (laughs) on the thing I'm nervous and clicking and twitching away and you can tell I'm, yeah, really struggling but I really had a good time, and I think it's, it's been very helpful for me.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, look, as it's, a, awesome it's a hard thing to do. Um, like I said, it was, took bravery to throw out Nick's name. It's bravery to go out in an environment like that, to, to put yourself out there, to risk being voted out, to, to find yourself at the outside of a group. Like, no one wants to be in that environment. No one wants to be voted out early. Like, it's a very tough thing to do and a brave thing to do, and you should be very proud of yourself um there's lots of people that want to play these things and like myself you know I'm like I want to play these and I don't get worried about any of that stuff and all people tell me like oh it's so good you put yourself up out there like that I'd never do that there are are so many people that would never even think to to do something like this or to put try it and take that risk so absolutely you should be very proud of yourself for what you did and what you achieved while you were there
3: oh thank you but yeah I I've had a few comments like that, people like, why would you do that or how embarrassing? And I'm like, at the end of the day, it's it's not that embarrassing. If I'm laughing at myself, then I don't, (laughs) yeah.
2: Oh <laughs> Schneider snaps
0: for no, Snyder. He's Snyder's back. Here. He's got a comment that's not about his racing, which is like it is about
2: important. his racing. It's tangentially uh, about his racing. He's never played in LRG, but represent elsewhere. Uh, such yeah, as at his... Snyder Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> racing. Not wrestling. Snyder oh my god, racing, racing. <laughs> but he, you know what, Snyder, you'd also be an amazing wrestler.
0: He would be. Uh so. Do you guys have – oh, look, we, we'll give him a shout-out. to do something. He's going to be representing the Fast Renegade Pro Cup Series race season over on Sunday. I don't know what that is, but it sounds Can't incredibly Can't wait. Ticks impressive. out for
2: Snyder, everyone, tonight.
0: Incredibly impressive. Max, Annabelle, do you have any final comments for Grace?
2: No, girl, yeah. you're fab. Keep living. Love it. It's, it
1: was good. I was just – what I found interesting, and I feel like, you, as you said, you spoke to your mum about preparing to, for the game – and even what was interesting in your pre-game interview, you discussed how you wanted to team up with the guys and I guess use have use them as meat shields, lay low and kind of just stay in the middle. And it's so interesting how watching people say what their game plan is, and then when they're thrown into the situation, just how everything goes out the window and it all changes. I like yeah. I like I loved how you said you just wanted to to stay with the guys, as you 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 read well that. Yes, in in that group mentality with the the bros, they usually do vote out the women relatively early. I'm just surprised you didn't stick with that because I thought it was a great a great game plan going in. It
2: was, it was the boys coming for her. It was all the girls who wanted to stick with Grace. It was, yeah.
1: That's, I think that's that's what was interesting. Like
3: yeah, I I think if I went in and made an ally immediately, like you can see as we all you know everyone's saying Mars, she went in she. You see her talking to everyone, trying to get their own little bond with everyone. Maybe if I'd done that, then I would have had an ally to sort of defend me when my name came up. But I had no one there, so it was just thrown up constantly. And, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And one thing I want to say that I keep forgetting to mention was I actually um, know Joanna from outside. I've actually, I went to a hen's night. And it was us trying to hide that. Oh, my gosh.
2: Amazing.
3: Grace and um, Joe, with
2: the strippers, you had it here first.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We were dressed as flappers. We were. but (laughs) but, (laughs) I did sort of have an ally. Yeah. Amazing. Love it.
1: But then then you thought you you couldn't trust her at the end. You thought she turned on you, which is interesting.
3: I don't know why. Just... <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Thank you for being loyal.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's, that's a good watching. story. Yeah. Well, we might see you return. Like you never know, they could Dan and Liv could be like, all right, we're gonna have the the mother and daughter pair make them captains, and they're gonna run a yeah, tribe. Yeah, bloodless water, absolutely. Um,
3: oh, yes. How good would that know, it was A
1: potential future season idea.
3: Yeah, my my mom's. Um, excited and once we both want a second chance so, We all want a second yeah, to redeem ourselves so we all want a second chance.
2: yeah speak for yourself it was chance. bad the first time around we're not doing that again
0: <laughs> so many things you know you could have done better once you've done it one um, yes yeah Look, thank you so much for joining us, Grace. It's great yeah. for you guys to come on uh, come on here and talk to us about the show. And we hope to get the, the people that are the vote out. But we really appreciate your time and coming to speak with us. Um, yeah. And I want to thank all the audience that are here watching it live and those of you that are commenting as well as those that then listen to this uh, later on on a podcast or a run or way to work or whatever. Really appreciate you tuning in, um, especially those that weren't actually contestants on the show. Like we love the ones that the contestants on the show because they're yeah. coming because they want to hear us talk about them. But people yeah. uh, that are just enjoying the, the great work that um, Dan and Liv have created and participating in this part of the thing, particularly when there's so much Survivor on right now, um, we really appreciate you coming and having a listen. So um, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the ones here live and to the ones in the future. Thanks, Max and Annabelle, as always. And, of course, thank you so much, Grace, for coming on. We'll see you next week.
3: <laughs> ah, yeah. Queens, Queens. Hey. No.
1: Thank you. <laughs>